Welcome to the Waiting Warriors podcast. As loved ones of first responders and military personnel, we often face life situations and challenges that many others don't experience. And while each of us and our experiences are unique, together we can learn from one another and become stronger in this journey of life. Now let's step out of mediocrity. It's time to thrive. Welcome to the Waiting Warriors podcast. I have an awesome interview for you guys today. This is Hannah Mars, and I have known Hannah for years. It like seems like so long because it's been most of my married life, but now that I say it out loud, it's actually not like mo- like forever long. It's just because we're <laughs> we're young. <laughs> yeah, it's probably been five years at least. Yeah, Yeah. So our husbands were in ROTC together up in Idaho and they got to lay in the mud and we got to be together when we were all left behind. We had a group of fun, um, fun girls who got to hang out together while they were always doing who knows what out in the mountains. But this is Hannah Mars. Hi, Hannah. Hello. Thank you for having me. Gosh, it does feel like so long, especially since we had our first babies, like pretty much around the same time. Yeah. And now they're all getting old and cute. And Austin is still talking about one of the girls marrying Jacob. Just, you know, just so you know, it's still on our radar. (laughs) Was it Mary? Mary and Jacob? Is that who we were trying to? Yeah, we'll we'll have to figure out some sort of arranged marriage. (laughs) Okay, so I wanted to bring Hannah on today because her husband is, well, I guess I can let you tell your story, I guess. You want to tell us what your family situation is right now? Sure. So my husband is in the Army National Guard. We live in the hometown that he grew up in, actually, in Ohio. And he has been in the Army our entire married life. He joined the Army, and then two months later, we met. So it's been an adventure, for sure. Um, ups and downs, just like any family will experience, especially military family. And in October of 2016, I had to think back. <laughs> October of 2016, he was deployed for his first time. He went over to Turkey and he was gone for a year. So in October of 2017, he came home and During that time away, I had a two who turned three-year-old and a newborn. So that uh, provided a lot of interesting scenarios for me to deal with while he was away. Right. And he was born... It's Lincoln, right? Yeah, Lincoln. Yeah, Lincoln. He was born right before Ben left, right? Like how, what was the, that timing? Yeah. Great question. So Lincoln was born the day Ben left for what became his 
uh, condensed annual training since they would mm-hmm. be gone for it at the deployment during the normal summer. And it's kind of ironic because Ben is gone for annual training right now, <laughs> but <laughs> he left that day and Lincoln, he left in the morning and Lincoln was born at night. So Ben was gone for that first week and he came back and we had him for a couple days then he left again for two weeks and he came back and we had him for a couple of days. And then in October, he uh, left for his pre-deployment training down in Texas. So, okay. So you delivered the baby by yourself, right? Yeah. My mom, by a huge miracle, had come up a day earlier than planned. And she drove me to the hospital and she was there in the delivery room with me. And that was really a miracle because Lincoln was born two and a half weeks early. So it was not something I was prepared for. I mean, I didn't even have the car seat in the car. I didn't have my hospital bag packed because I thought he was, you know, going to come in two weeks and he surprised us all. So, Oh, wow. That makes, I didn't realize that he was pre, he like premature. Well, I mean, he's not like really premature, but. Right. I know what you mean. It's really crazy because he was totally healthy, never had to go to the NICU. He was just ready to join our family. Come out. You guys just weren't quite expecting it. Nope. Oh man. Okay. So I want to talk more about the deployment time because I haven't been deployed. I haven't been deployed. Austin hasn't been deployed. We haven't done a deployment yet. We've done like months on end. Um, But I know deployment is just another beast of its own. And then you add on two littles, like let alone a newborn onto that. And that has just got to be straight up nuts. Yeah, it really was. And I think... I think it's easy to say just what you said, Michelle, when you said, well, we haven't gone through a deployment, but we have gone months on end. I think any time apart from your spouse or significant other, it always has a very unique set of circumstances surrounding that absence. And it can be hard, even if it's just a drill weekend, it can be very hard. So just because you might have lived through a deployment doesn't mean that annual training isn't a breeze. You know what I mean? So cut yourself some serious slack because what you are doing (laughs) is hard no matter how long. Yeah, that's true. I just think a deployment is so intimidating to me and I know it's in our future. I know it's probably in our nearer future than I want to admit to myself because we are going active duty so soon. But, um, but I was wondering if now that you're through it, you've, you tread that water, you stayed, your head stayed above the water, at least enough to come out on the other end. (laughs) What, um, would be some advice that you would give for people going into it? I would say first and foremost, to really be easy on yourself because you are in such a vulnerable state 
And maybe you have gone through a deployment before, but even if this is your second or third time, like I said, you're in a very unique point in your life that something that worked before might not necessarily work again. And you just have to be extremely flexible and forgiving of yourself because we all make mistakes and we're all faced with trials and difficult situations. And sometimes you can deal with them gracefully. And sometimes you stumble your way through and wish you could do a do over on that one, but give yourself a serious break that you're trying the best you can. And even if you're not super mom all the time, you're doing something that is, is undescribably hard. So Just take it easy on yourself. That's the first thing I would say. I love that. Because I think sometimes, um, and actually the one of the last interviews that I did um, with Stephanie Reinold, she was talking about how we have like fantasies of what our life will be like, whether that's how we're going to be as a mom or as a wife. And I think sometimes we... I don't, I don't know anybody has a fancy <laughs> military life because it, well, but I know like I grew up thinking kind of having this fantasy of what my family life would be like, and that's not how it's going to be. You know, I grew up with a dad who had a, a job where he was home all the time. Like he didn't, he never went on any sort of business trips. So this is going to be very different, but you know, I just have to realize I'm not going to be my mom and things aren't going to happen how they happen for me. And yeah, just that grace, giving yourself an easy one. What else would I say? I would, I would definitely say to put yourself first. And I know that is hard to wrap your mind around, especially for a mom. And that was really hard for me to understand and really embrace. But I realized that if my teapot, so to say, was empty, I could not fill all the little teacups I needed to fill. And I definitely learned that the hard way by totally burning myself out, not taking care of myself. I just thought as long as my kids are happy, that our days will become easier. And then I realized I was not happy. I was not doing the very basic things that you need to do for yourself, shower, get a good night's sleep, which of course is hard with a newborn, but I was just not, not putting myself in the picture at all. So I really needed to reach out Mm -hmm. to my family, to my friends and create that good support system so that I could do those things that I need to do so that my family could stay intact and be happy. And I'm not saying you need to go on a luxurious cruise for a couple days or you don't need to go to the spa and, you know, spend all day there. It's just those little things like yoga or meditating or sending your kids over to to grandma's or a friend's house for a few hours so you can shower or you can, heck, if you even want to just watch a movie, if that's what you need to do to, to get yourself back on the path, like 
you need to do that. And it's okay. Do not feel guilty about it. Because like I said, you cannot pour from an empty teapot. You just cannot. Yeah. And I like that you said you have to create that support system because while you live by family, I think a lot of people don't always do that. But even, even if you do live by family, like, I think it's so hard for us to reach out for help, but you, you have to, like, I think sometimes I know a few times people have been talking to me like, Oh, what's it like being mom and dad? when Austin's gone, it's like, I don't there. Like it is not possible for me to do everything. There are not enough hours in the day, but if like, if I tried to do things and watch my kids at the same time, like that's just not always possible. So I like that you said, like create that support system. That is good because you, I think I know for me, like I just have to put my pride down for a little bit. Yeah. But it's so important, yeah. Um, so how, what exactly did putting yourself first look like for you? Because I know you said like yoga and meditation or even just getting in the shower. Was that like literally what it was for you or were there other things that you did? It definitely started off small. Um, I realized that when I was looking at my self-care it was really easy for me to say, I just don't have the time. You know, I'm juggling a newborn and the terrible twos into the horrendous threes. And I had my own business I was running and it was so easy for me to say, I, I just, I don't need to shower right now, or I don't need to eat lunch right now. I I've got other things I need to do. And when it came down to it, I, I always had that time. Even if it was instead of scrolling through Instagram, I just sat on the couch and like refocused what I wanted my day to look like. I mean, that's just two minutes, you know, I could take, I could do some deep breathing and I could say this right now from this point on, it's going to be a good day. And whatever happened in the morning is gone And I can choose how the rest of this day looks like. So something as simple as that, something as simple as putting a granola bar on the counter. So the next time I went in the kitchen, I saw it and had to eat it. That was like very small steps. And then it turned into scheduling, you know, once every once in a while, having my grandma take at least my oldest, um, to the gym that they worked out that had a daycare so that I had just a couple hours with just the baby and I. And like I said, that is just what you need to do. And at first I felt guilty because I had this mindset that I'm their mother. I can't just give them to anybody and, and expect them to watch them. That's my job. And I realized I couldn't even do my job if I wasn't doing those basic self-care things and giving him to grandma and having him play at a park. I mean, that's phenomenal for him. That's exactly what he needed. And that time that just I had with just the baby, that was what I needed 
to realign my day, to realign my attitude, and to do the things I needed to do to take care of myself so that I could be the mom that Jacob deserved. Yeah. When I like that you were saying, you know, that could be a midday thing to just realign the day because, and it's funny that you say that because I have had a crap shoot of a morning. We tried to do a Father's Day craft and now there are beads and <laughs> and all sorts of stuff that I am avoiding in the kitchen. <laughs> and then just before this interview, um, we're, you know, we're a little late because one of my daughters got like 10 splinters and it was just thing after thing after thing. So I think I'm going to take some deep breaths and take your advice. But that's, I like that you say that because I think a lot of times with any sort of goals to fix anything, we think that we have to Mm -hmm. wait until Monday or even just tomorrow and tomorrow, you know, it's five o'clock tomorrow will be better. We'll try to make tomorrow better, but I like the idea of just pausing and taking some deep breaths and especially since, you know, we're probably on Mm -hmm. our phones trying to escape that way. I think you're right. That's probably a much better way to refocus and. Yeah, I had to do some soul searching, if you want to call it that. But I realized exactly what you said, Michelle, Uh that what I thought like scrolling through my phone was taking my mind off of it was distracting it was was calming me it really was doing the opposite effect and once I got off my phone I felt like what did I just do that for I just wasted all that time I could have done this or I could have done that or I could have done something way more productive and then I was like this didn't relax me at all. And there's got to be something better that I can do. And of course there always is. So taking that out, taking those fillers out that I thought were helping and replacing them with something that was, it was really turned my days around. I like that. And what are your, what are your top three things that you, that you use to turn your days around? Like instead of the fillers, what have you discovered? That's a good question. Uh, I would definitely say some deep breathing, letting go of that negativity. Um, I know it's a lot easier to say than it is to do. And it might feel silly at first, but once you actually try it and you, you know, calm down a little bit and you just put yourself back in the moment and say, it's okay. I've made a mistake. My boys made a mistake. It's not the end of the world we can still move on from this. That's definitely been helpful. Reaching out and Mm -hmm. asking or just talking to a friend um, has really helped. I didn't, didn't realize how much that could really improve my mood or my day. If just reaching out to a friend, talking to them, seeing what's up. And, and uh, if I did need help, you know, letting go of that, guilt or pride or, you know, whatever is holding you back. Don't feel guilty for asking for help for cleaning your house or, or watching your kids. I cannot tell you how many times I had my friend come over and help clean my house. And that was literally a lifesaver for me because I just could not keep up on all of that. So 
definitely those are my top three. Start with those or top two. I don't even know how many I said. Uh, start with those and you'll see a little <laughs> improvement and you'll know in your own unique yeah. circumstance what you need to do. Um, if there's something maybe I didn't even say that you think you need some help in, you just grab it, take control of it and get it done. You can do it, mama. <laughs> yes, you can. And I think that's part of the reason why I named the podcast, the waiting warriors, because I think we, we wait for our husbands in the sense that we will be here when they come home, but we can't wait for anybody to offer help. We can't wait for anybody to solve the problems that we have to solve. And that's where the warrior comes in. You, I like that you said you just got to take hold of it and kind of face that problem and figure out some sort of solution. Um, so last question, what is your key to thriving that you want to share with waiting warriors? My key is to fill your teapot, fill your bucket, put yourself first. It might seem unnatural at first since we are so used mm-hmm. to serving other people or serving our kids, but put yourself first, put your needs first so that you can fulfill all your little responsibilities. That is what is, is really important, especially on long periods away, like a deployment. If you do not take care of yourself, it goes downhill really fast. And we don't want that happening for anybody. That's no, I, um, we were watching some sort of documentary the other day about um, like soldiers and stuff. And a soldier got a letter from home um, and his wife had said something about how everybody was doing okay. And he was like, it's just really comforting to hear that the thing that I'm fighting for is, is, um, I can't remember what word, but like to the effect of is thriving at home. Like, you know, they're out there for a reason and it's because of us. And so if we just suffer Mm -hmm. through the whole time they're gone, I think that's kind of a disservice to what they're fighting for. But Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. I love this, Hannah. Any last words? Any any good last words? Words of wisdom. <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. Just be easy on yourself. Cause you can do a lot more than you think yeah, you can. That is true. Well, Hannah Mars, this has been a very fun thing for me to do. I've been wanting to talk to you for a long time. <laughs> Thanks for having of me. Course. And guys, Hannah didn't say it. But she is a Lulu Row. Is that the right way to say it? Lulu Row. So I'm just saying it too slow. Yeah. You gotta say it fast. Yeah, just whip it out together and it's row at oh, the row. end. Okay. So yeah. she is a consultant. She's got a lot of <laughs> Yeah. They are super comfy. If you want to check her out, it is Hannah Mars. Um, but yeah, reach out to her, give her some love. She is a trooper and an awesome person. You want to be her friend. Let me just tell you that. (laughs) 
It was too kind. Well, thanks, Hannah, for coming on to the show. And for the rest of you, I'll talk to you next time. Today's episode is sponsored by me. (laughs) I actually don't make any money off of this podcast yet. Maybe someday. But so far, the sponsors that I've lined up have all just been awesome products that I want you guys to know about so you can enjoy when I snag some sweet discount coats for you. But I actually have a business that helps feed my babies, and I love the product so much that I thought I'd share with you guys. So after my third baby in three and a half years, I was in a rut. So many things in my life were demanding and crazy, and I just felt like I had to put myself on the back burner. I rarely put on real clothes. Showers were just an elusive luxury and makeup was honestly something that seemed pointless because no one was seeing me and it just took so darn long to put on it wasn't even worth the screaming babies. I knew I needed to do things for me, but everything seemed too expensive, too complicated, or just was too hard to figure out. And then Mascara Beauty fell into my lap. My mother-in-law had a friend who was an artist like I am now. So while visiting her, I got a quick makeover and I was hooked. I now had a customizable palette that made me glow instead of just being this flat color. And it just took minutes and from there, it's been history. Now I can get completely ready in minutes before anyone needs me or breaks something or craziness happens. And I can look like I got my makeup done professionally. And as cheesy as it sounds, I'm so much more confident walking out the door or just walking around my house past all the mirrors. Mascara's 3D foundation is a game changer. So if you want to check out the makeup, go to michelleb.mascarabeauty.com. That's M-A-S-K-C-A-R-A. Or you can email me at mascarabymichelleb at gmail.com or message me on social media. I'm the waiting warrior on Instagram and Facebook and I'll get you a free color match. There's no need to walk around like you feel like you don't know how to do your makeup the right way or you don't know what colors are matching you right. I am here to help. Hi guys, I hope you're enjoying this podcast. I know I've been learning so much, so please share with any friends and family you know, whether you know someone who is a waiting warrior, or if you just think one episode can shed some light to friends and family about what you're going through, share. And always remember, we're stronger together and here we can thrive. Until next time, have an awesome day.